Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome in, Lineup Logic fans. It's your boy, Spartanzilla, hitting you with another episode of the Fantasy Fast Break for the Monday, November 4th. Can't believe it's already November. November 4th slate in the NBA. I have another special guest for you this evening. None other than Jeremy, a.k.a. Take No Days Off. You guys know him from the Lineup Logic community, all his tools for a variety of sports. Jeremy, what's good today? What's going on, man? Just um, sweating this NFL L today that I took. <laughs> I'm not happy about it, but it, it's part of the process, right? Like it's part of the yeah. process, you know. Uh, the NFL is what it is. It's it's been uh, hasn't been a fair beast for me either this year. So uh, that's why we're moving on to NBA a little bit. You know, uh, NBA is uh, one of those you can get back on the horse uh, each night. It's a beautiful thing with 82 games in the regular season plus playoffs. So. A lot of slates to play, so we're going to break down the um, no, November 4th, the Monday slate. We're taping this again the night before, so things are subject to change. Jeremy's very fond of saying, you know, you got to be you got to be near some device or computer well up into lock, and most people know that. Um, and he's been really um, – we're going to talk a little bit about his process a little bit um, for today's show. We're going to hit some news and notes, uh, hit you with some over-unders. We'll go game by game. And then we will build a lineup on the great and mighty FanDuel. Sound good, Jeremy? Yep, sounds good. Let's do it. All right, let's rock and roll. Okay, so again, night before, so a lot of the lines are now out. It's a small slate, but we'll start um, breaking the game down with my favorite team in the association. You guys know it by now, those Detroit Pistons. Um, well, let me let me step back. Let me step back for a second. I was getting ahead of myself because I had such a nice win yesterday. And uh, we'll talk about a player on their team real good. Let's uh, let's go back and let's go through a couple of the key uh, news and notes from around the league. Injuries seem to be the thing that's really taking the league by storm right now. Injuries and suspensions. So, you know, um, looking at uh, the rumble in Philly with your boy Joel Embiid, Jeremy, and uh, yeah. and Cat getting in a little bit of UFC kind of skirmish. And uh, Ben Simmons with a rear naked choke is, is serious there. So those two, those two gentlemen are out uh, for the Monday slate. Uh, Trey Young out, um, you know, for a little bit of time here. I think he'll be back before the end of the month. Um, 
You got Marvin Bagley out in Sacramento. Obviously, uh, obviously the news in Golden State not so good with Steph on the shelf uh, for three months. You, you, may, you might as well just call him pretty much on the shelf, I would imagine, for most of the rest of the year. Because the way Golden yeah, they're in full like tank a, mode. Yeah, the way Golden State is going, they're in full full tank mode. So they uh, even lost that game on. I, I'm pretty sure they lost that game on purpose. Uh, <laughs> that last game. You would say they Steve, were. Are you are you impugning Steve Kerr's integrity? What? No, uh, oh. they they couldn't even inbound the ball. It was it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, Golden State, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, so Steph is on the shelf. Uh, obviously Zion has been on the shelf for the Pelicans. Miles Turner in Indiana. Um, kind of, kind of big uh, injury notes right now. Also, um, uh, Paul George still on the shelf for the Clips. Um, D'Angelo Russell uh, kind of dealing with some things. Obviously, Draymond Green also uh, on the shelf, as you mentioned, in the full tank mode. So those are kind of some of the key things to note and um, kind of more noteworthy from an injury and or suspension perspective. Anything stand out? Uh, uh, things we should think about if you think about globally. Uh, Jeremy, things we should think about with any of those injuries I, I might have uh, listed out there. Um, outside of the fact, I mean, as far as just for tomorrow's slate or today's slate, um, if you're listening to it on, on Monday, um, you know, you got Joel Embiid being suspended, so you got uh, you can pretty much stack the entire Philly roster. Um, but the Golden State roster, I mean, if I haven't looked at salaries yet, but we'll get to it. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure if everyone's still super valued right now, like pretty much everyone hit value um, at their last game. So having everyone so low low priced right now in Golden State, I think I think we'll be able to do something with that for the next week or so. Yeah, until the sites catch up with the new roles yeah. and responsibilities for all these guys in Golden State. So yep, and we'll get to that a little bit because they are the last game of the slate. All yep. right. Uh, let me go through and give you the over-unders that we do have. I have got, by my account, three of the five games I have, a, I have totals, uh, and uh, I'll give those right now to you. Milwaukee and Minnesota sitting at a 230.5 total. Uh, Milwaukee seven-point favorites in that one. Houston and Memphis. Houston looking just like garbage today and kind of back-to-back. Uh, they are seven-point favorites against Memphis in the 235 over-under. And then um, Philly and Phoenix, uh, Philly's two-point favorite on the road in Phoenix, uh, the total, 223 there. Uh, Portland-Golden State, no total right now. I think obviously waiting on the D'Angelo Russell news. New Orleans and Brooklyn, uh, no total there. Uh, I'm not sure what's the holdup there. And then Detroit-Washington, no total there. Uh, there's rumblings. We've got to watch, watch our boy Rod Beer to see what he – what he can unearth um, with respect to Blake Griffin because there's some uh, question about whether or not he comes off the shelf um, and makes a season debut against uh, the Wizards. So those are the totals we have. Let's break it game by game. And let's start, again, like I was trying to do a few minutes ago. I get so excited because it's, it's Pistons basketball, right? So the Detroit Pistons go to the nation's capital to take on the Wizards. As we mentioned, no total. Uh, Jeremy, a uh, little bit of kind of – what are your thoughts here uh, on the Detroit side of the ball? Um, as far as Andre Drummond goes, I think he's just going to keep on going 2020 for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would he's like got that. He's got a contract. Three straight, he's got a contract three straight 2020 games, um, and the one before that was an 18-18 game. Um, his only bad 
game so far has been against uh, Philly where he just got into that foul trouble. But, I mean, even at 10-6 on FanDuel, um, you, you have to consider that. There's really no one. I mean, Thomas Bryant is not going to be able to contain Andre Drummond. Um, but at the same time, uh, well, I'll, I'll get to Thomas Bryant when we get to the Wizards. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the Pistons side of the ball, Andre Drummond is pretty much your lock and load if you're doing anything on that side. No doubt. Cash, GPPs, you name it. Dre Drummond is playing for the max deal because he's pretty much really the, the only big name that's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So he is uh, he is really rocking and rolling. Again, the Blake news is important here. Obviously, we know already I think Derrick Rose is out for tomorrow, so I neglected to mention him in the um, in the injury report. But, um, yeah, Dre Drummond. Yeah, he's listed what, what, out. Yeah, Dre Drummond, no Blake. No Reggie Jackson to take bad shots. I mean, all day long. I will say, yeah, I, w- I will say, um, if Tim Frazier doesn't play again, Bruce Brown had himself uh, quite the game last game. Yeah, he and he's did. still just 3,900. He played 40 minutes in regulation on um, versus Brooklyn. And not only him, but Markeith Morris is also just 4,300. And he's also been playing really high minutes. Um and, and he's not going to just be this bad for the rest of the season. At 4,300, we've seen him have big games in his career. He's not a bad player. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with him right now, but he, he's not going to be this bad all year. Mm-hmm. So 4,300 is one of his cheaper prices on the season. I think I think he'll be able to pay that off tomorrow. Two other guys on the Pistons <clears throat> that I think you can look at, especially given the injury situation and depending on what happens with Blake. Luke Kennard, I mean, I think there's a role for Luke. Uh, they definitely want to see what they got there with him. And then also, I mean, Christian Wood is the up and down. Like, you you know the guy's got talent, but um, I think in this matchup against um, Washington, I don't mind him either as well um, if you're looking to get some Pistons activity other than Dre Drummond. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Okay. What about Washington? A couple plays there for sure. Um. Bradley Bill obviously is is the guy that you want to look at um, right off the back, but he gave us the old Andrew Wiggins special last game, giving us uh, more real life points than he had fantasy points, which was <laughs> so tilting when I have him in eighty percent of my lineups. Um, Thirty points, zero rebounds, one assist, six turnovers. <laughs> Come on, it's, man! It's amazing. That is a Wiggins special. Wiggins. The that is man. Yeah. That is the Wiggins special. But um. Outside of him, like I said, I think Thomas Thomas Bryant will will have to be on the floor a lot, and we know whenever he's on the floor a lot, um, he just gets it done. Like when he's played thirty or more this season, his worst game was against San Antonio, which has one of the top five best defenses in the league. Um, the last game they got just ran out the gym by Minnesota, so he only played nineteen minutes. But um, every game before that, where he played thirty or better, he just had he had pretty good games so Thomas Bryan at 7600 I think he could be a nice little pivot off of Andre Drummond couple other uh, Wizards players I think I like too uh, Rui Hachimura I mean Rui is Rui, Rui played really well last year at Gonzaga because obviously I'm a college basketball head as well so Rui is a nice pick for Washington he's going to be a player he's 5500 I, I like him and also the comeback don't call it a comeback as LL would say, IT2, Isaiah Thomas, uh, like that price of 5,300 point guard. He's been he's been filling up buckets, and so he might get Bruce, Bourne, or Bruce Brown defense. Um, 
you know, which is, you know, Brown's a decent defender, but I like Isaiah Thomas in this matchup as well uh, for the Wiz. And the last guy for the Wiz that I think I like is uh, Davis Bertans, um, a guy 4,400. You're looking to uh, fill the last part of your roster. You can, you can you can do worse than him on a five game slate, six game slate. Yeah, he's he's one of those guys where he's just a really accurate three point shooter, and if he has the opportunity, he's just gonna jack him up. No doubt. And when he gets hot, they'll just keep feeding him. No doubt, no doubt. All right, anything else in this game? No, I think I'm good. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's go to Brooklyn when the the Nets, who are just often not the greatest start in the world. Uh, they're going to host the Pelicans. Um, Jeremy, anything you're seeing here other than some of the obvious? Let's start with uh, the Pelican side of the ball. Um, on the Pelican side, let me pull it back up again. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Drew Holiday is falling. Like his price keeps falling, and I'm not sure what happened when when all these young Lakers came over. But Drew <laughs> Holiday seemed like he just took a back seat out of nowhere. Um, I'm just hoping that it doesn't stay the same all season because this is an all-star point guard um, or shooting guard because he doesn't like to play point guard. Um, but really high-caliber player. For 8,300, though, he you know he always has those big games in him. Um, I'm just hoping that he actually can pull one of them out soon. Exactly. What other uh, – you like some of those uh, ex-Lakers? You know, Lonzo, Ingram. I've rostered those guys a lot this year. Uh, any other, uh, you know, jo- uh, Josh Hart? Probably not so much Josh Hart with, with Drew back in the fold. Um, Josh Hart actually had a, a pretty good game last game where he rebounded 15 times, mm-hmm. which I was like, I don't know where that came from. Right. But um, it, this seems like it's Brandon Ingram's team. Yeah. I don't know about, I don't know, who, like, what everybody's been watching so far, but, like, this is his, this has been his team. He has been passing the ball he's been shooting as many shots as he wants to um and he's been he's been great the entire way so far um but yeah i'm 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 good for some josh hart he's still under 6k um and i I think that's a fine fine price for him um lonzo always has the upside but the minutes are so up and down with him it's just i'm not sure but i mean Actually, lately, no. Lately, he's been consistent at at thirty, um, which is a little bit surprising, being that Ingram has also been getting a lot of assists too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I think those those guys are fairly priced. I think is no really value in them. Um, like they're not locking loads, but I think they're fairly priced. The other thing we want to watch out <clears throat> again, another somewhat smaller injury note. Derek Favors is a game-time decision as of tonight's taping. So maybe Jaleel Okafor as a punt play. But, again, you don't – I feel like I'm FanDuel tomorrow. Please don't play any other centers than Dre Drummond. Like, if you if you want to win if you want to win money, that's not just me being a homer. Don't play any other centers than Dre Drummond. I mean, you can differentiate if you want, but – and you know his ownership will be sky high. But, I mean, Okafor, if, if you don't want to play Dre and if Favors sits – uh, not a not a bad play at 5K uh, on uh, FanDuel. What about Brooklyn, Jeremy? What, what do we got there beyond some of the obvious uh, guys? Um, Kyrie Irving is the GOAT. 
um, in Brooklyn, and he does whatever he wants. He shoots it however much he wants. But you know what's interesting about about um, this Brooklyn team is that like every single game has been coming down to the wire. So obviously that's not going to be the case all season. But with this New Orleans um, team, who has the third worst defense in the league right now behind just Golden State and the Houston Rockets. Um, <clears throat> I think uh, Kyrie Irving can just absolutely eat like as much as he wants. Um, but you got guys like Torian Prince, who we all knew had talent, um, just fairly priced under 5K, as well as Joe Harris. Um, both guys who I think they're going to be part of a really high-scoring game, and um, I think they can just go off in these matchups. Okay. Um, what about Karis LeVert? And that's hard for me because he's a Michigan guy, but the guy can play a little bit. Uh, I just don't find value in that 6.5K price tag. I mean, if he, he was 5.5K, maybe. Yeah. But he's not – He's. I think he's appropriately priced right now. I don't yeah. think there's any value in that. Yeah. But, you know, guys like Torian Prince, he can get you that 40. He can get you that 35 for 4.8K. Um, it's a blow-up game, and you're hoping for that, but that's why he's GBP viable and not cash. Fair enough, fair enough. And it feels like with with uh, Kyrie sucking up all that usage, it's kind of hard for everybody else getting the table scraps. Um, yeah. On second unit. Any any love for Jared Allen or DeAndre Jordan? Um, are they still splitting minutes directly down the middle? Uh, no, well, last uh, game it was more DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, you, we can't guess their minutes, so... Last game was 18 minutes for Jared Allen. The game before that was 31. The game before that was 21. Like, what is? I don't know what's going on in here. Uh, yeah. Obviously, if they if they both were to get their minutes, like you like them individually. Um, if one is out, you like the other. But I can't I can't project this um, accurately. Gotcha. It, it's just not gonna work. Gotcha. Don't no need to embrace that risk. Move it on. You know, move it on. So, yeah. all right. Let's move on. Uh, speaking of moving on, let's move on to Milwaukee at Minnesota. That'll start at 8 o'clock in the East. Um, uh, which one are you going to go? Uh, Milwaukee side or Minnesota side? What are, your pick on this one. Uh, let's start with um, Minnesota. All right, go with uh, it. Um, I'm starting with them because I was so tilted the, their last <laughs> game when the entire DFS world had <clears throat> Noah Vonley as as the primary beneficiary for Cat being out um, for losing that fight versus Joel Embiid, um, you know. So did he lose it? Do you think he? Lost? Yeah, he probably lost I, it. He, he lost. He, he, he lost. No matter what, he got choked out. <laughs> he went to sleep. He tapped. He tapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but um, I like in the back of my mind the entire time where I was reading uh multiple sites where they were saying Noah Vonley is is going to be the um primary primary guy from this but in the back of my mind I'm like okay what's going on with Gorgie Jang you know yeah. so I go and I check his game log and I saw that he only played six minutes on the season I'm like okay that makes sense and then 10 minutes before lock they announced that Jang is starting and I'm just like okay time to do a tilt and go try and fit some Jang in my lineups but <laughs> I didn't get to get to do it and he goes off for 42 fantasy points in um 23 minutes in a absolute blowout so yeah somehow he you know. got in the doghouse with the coaches there because I mean he's a serviceable I mean obviously he's, he's always he's, been good yeah he's, he's yeah I mean he he's just one of these things where he's in the wrong situation obviously playing behind an all-star even though he tapped uh and cat yeah. like I mean so like 
you know, we probably, that's one of the things where we probably overanalyze, right? The chalk was Vonley in that situation when we should have really been thinking about Zhang and not, you know, yeah. not even with the, the log watching, right? Like you, that's where you're, you know, your, your, your acumen and the knowledge and it's got to take over and just know that they're, you know, that's probably the thing to do, but we live and learn in DFS and keep it, keep it moving. So any other, um, Minnesota players, we talked about Zhang a little bit, um, with cat out, uh, you, yeah, you like your boy. You always, your your boy Wiggins. What about him? Yeah, you always like Wiggins when when Cat's not not around because you know Wiggins can get hot. Um, the, the only thing about that is like you can get the Bradley Beal special where you score more fantasy points than you do, uh, or more real points than you do fantasy points. So, <laughs> you know, um, that he's he's I call it the Andrew Wiggins special because like he's one of the few players that you actually see do that. He's notorious where, for that. Notorious for that. Yeah. Yeah, um, especially when he first came into the league. It was just like, oh, look, he has 25 points. He must have a great game. Yeah, right, he has 20 fantasy points. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but Jeff Teague also, he's only 6.2K. And if this game stays any type of close, Jeff Teague is just, he's going to be the reason for it. Um, at 6.2K, he has 50-point upside. Um, I think that's that's your best bet for uh, capturing value on this, in this, on this side of the ball. Any love for uh, Covington? One of your your former Philly guys. Um, yeah, they're gonna need him to play big minutes in this in this uh, situation because somebody has to guard one of these lengthy wings um, from Milwaukee. Uh, it, he he looked real good in the last game. Um, they needed him to shoot a little bit more, but the thing about Covington is that he can really disappear on the offensive end. Um, you know he'll get the deflections, the steals, and and occasionally the blocks. But if he's if his uh, three point shot is ice cold, he's as good as useless. Okay. Anything with Milwaukee here beyond uh, Giannis? Um, I'm not sure what's going on with Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. Like, I honestly don't know why they're almost splitting minutes evenly. Um, and Bledsoe hasn't topped 27 minutes in the last four games. <clears throat> and some of those games were close. Uh, the last game was close. He only played 24 minutes. Um, versus Toronto, and I'm, I'm I'm not sure what's going on. But if Eric Bledsoe does get that 33 minutes that he saw versus Miami, um, I do think that he'll he'll be able to crush that 6.3k price tag. And I'm sure just by looking at that price tag, I know he's going to be popping up in a lot of my optimals tomorrow. No doubt, no doubt. Okay. Um, anything else with Milwaukee? I mean, they're not a team I like. This is a different Milwaukee this season than it was last season. Um, they're not they're not on my radar a lot, um, obviously other than Giannis. But um, yeah, a couple plays I, like I don't like Chris Middleton on the slate. I don't like yeah, like you said, Bledsoe and Hill. We we don't know what Boonholzer is trying to do there. Uh, the Lopez brother, yeah, there's nothing there. I'm gonna move on. I got nothing. To <laughs> I'm gonna move on. Let's move on to a game I actually like. And that's Houston at Memphis. Uh, it's, again, another 8 o'clock start tomorrow night. Uh, Houston is on the back-to-back going to Memphis. Probably not as much of a party scene in Memphis as there was in uh, South Beach. That's what I'm going to blame tonight's disaster on. But uh, let's let's start with maybe Houston here. And uh, do you think this is a bounce back for Russ and Harden? I mean, they had okay nights. I mean, Russ really didn't. But, but uh, Harden had an okay night. Uh, not necessarily at those price points that you'd expect out of them, you know. Um, but um, 
beyond Harden and Russ, uh, Capella, any other thoughts on the on the Rocket side of the ball? Um, no, I'm I'm just gonna say I'm pretty sure they learned their lesson about going to Miami together, <laughs> um, Harden and Westbrook, because they they looked horrible today. Right. They were down like 58 to like 16 or something yeah, like it was, that. Yeah, it, it was it was it was tragic. It was tragic, Johnson. Yeah. It was it was really bad. Yeah, and I'm I'm 100 certain that's because they were out partying. South Beach is undefeated, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean they they got this is this is the perfect game to bounce back. Um in for them because uh memphis is not the the team that they were last year where they were just um turtle running um right now they're fourth in pace this season actually tied for third with washington um behind minnesota and houston is number one so this game is just going to be an all-out track race um and harden and westbrook are are absolutely um, wonderful in those games that you just know more shots more possessions um, so the, this is perfect, uh, perfect bounce back for them. So long as they don't go partying in, um, you know, Nashville, or, in, in, no, that's in, Tennessee. In, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. that's the other part of Tennessee. In Memphis. No, you're yeah. right. You're right. Um, yeah, this is this is the game to stack of all the games tomorrow night. I mean, when you look at it, Russ and 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 Harden are allergic to defense. Memphis likes to run. Houston likes to run. I mean, this this is the game I'm looking at to get a lot of pieces of both sides of the ball. We talked about some of the Houston players. And for me, 235, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over. I'll give you guys a little bit of that. Take the over on that one because this is, yeah, is going to be back and uh, forth. Um, I like two, Go ahead. Yeah, no, yeah, one sec. Uh, two of the top three um, paced teams on a slate, and everybody still has in their mind that Memphis is a slow-running team just because that's that's what they've been for the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, but this this new young team, they're, they're running. They're running, and um, Houston is going to take full advantage of that. Exactly. So for me, if I look at Memphis' side of the ball, obviously my guy, Triple J, he's a game-time decision with a knee. Uh, if he doesn't go, I like Brandon Clark. And even if Triple J does go, I, I still like Brandon Clark. Yeah, he's doubtful right now. I like uh, John Morant, of course. Uh, JV, Jonas Valanciunas, also not a bad play. Even Jay Crowder. Give me a lot of Memphis. And I'll go all the way down to Dylan Brooks, too, um, as a um, play for me that I am am okay with and getting behind if you're trying to stack up this game. And, And Brooks is a nice salary saver who can fill it up pretty quickly, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm cool with all those guys. All right, sounds good. So this is a game, folks. Stack it up, stack it up. I know a lot of people; it's going to be popular, but you stack this up, I think uh, I think it's going to pay dividends for you. Let's yeah, especially when we get the Golden State value. Exactly, exactly. Let's move out to the desert. We got your 76ers against those Phoenix Suns. Obviously, we talked about the process and his suspension. I think this will be the second of his uh, two games he's out. Um, mm-hmm. we talked about Aiton at the top of the pod, so he's been out, you know, uh, and it will be out probably, you know, he's 25 games, so he's probably looking at probably first of the year coming back. Aaron Baines has played well in his absence. Uh, you're familiar with the Sixers. Uh, give us some, uh, give us some, uh, love here with the Sixers players we should be rostering for Monday night. Um... You know what's funny about this game is that um, this Phoenix Suns team is not the Phoenix Suns team that we're all used to. Right. Um, they're right now in defensive rating. They they have the seventh best defensive rating, and the Sixers have the sixth best. 
So I don't think like if this was 2018, this is going to be like fantasy heaven. Um, but I, I would slow expectations down a little bit on this game because I think it's going to be a a slightly um, lesser scoring game than one might assume. Okay. <clears throat> okay. But. Um, I mean, I, I think everybody is, as far as the Sixers said about, I think everybody is just fairly priced. Like, Simmons is 9.5K. Um, Horford is 7.5. Um, Tobias is 7.3. Um, Richardson is 6. I forget what is it. 6.1. 6, um, 6. Yeah, 6.1. Um, everybody is just appropriately priced um, on the Sixers side of the ball at, at, who gets any real minutes. Uh, you also got Matisse Thybulle who's just a defensive monster. If you guys haven't been um, watching him play, he's over the last, I'll just read off the last three games for you. One block, two steals, two blocks, four steals, two blocks, four steals. And that's, that's where all of his fantasy points are coming from. So if he knocks down a couple three pointers, um, that 4.6 K price tag, he'll be able to easily um, pay that off. So, yeah, no, he was a good player up at Washington last year so um like like the young young buck there uh in the Sixers organization if I look- and I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one more um and James Ennis where he he's been playing some key minutes off the bench um with with um MB not not around so he's been able to take advantage of of um playing that 3 and and having Horford slide down to the 5 um, so at 4.1k, I think he's someone that can also um, pay that off. Okay. Uh, if I look at Phoenix, obviously Devin Booker, kind of a change role. I mean, he's still the go-to guy, but as you mentioned, Phoenix not playing as much with tempo as they have in years past. So, uh, but I do like Booker's price at 8.5. Like you said, probably not a ton of value there um, right now, but um, based on the way they're playing, if this was the old Suns. And you get you know Booker at eight five, you say okay that's that's a value, but he's probably appropriately priced right now. And then you got Rubio, but then the guy I really like to roster most nights is Kelly Oubre. Like getting uh, sent out to um, Phoenix and Washington was probably the best thing for him for us uh, fantasy players because he can just light it up, um, averaging about thirty three fantasy points on a season. Uh, nice role, minutes to secure. So I really like Rubio, Booker, and Ubre, and then as I mentioned, Aaron Baines because um, you know DeAndre Ayton is suspended, uh, has played well in the absence. Former Pistons, so I remember good old Aaron Baines, and then even in the front court, Saric and Kaminsky. So uh, both of those guys again, front court minutes opened up a little bit. Uh, of the two, I probably like Saric a little bit more than Frank the Tank, but. Revenge game. Uh, yeah, no, no, no doubt, no doubt, <laughs> no doubt. Um, so uh, I like Sarich uh, in in that matchup uh, on Monday night. Anything else on Phoenix that I might have neglected to uh, talk about? Uh, I guess Mikael Bridges is is also a revenge game kind of <laughs> yeah. being traded on draft night from the home team, <clears throat> yeah. But from, from from um the Philly kid, yeah. You also got uh some ex teammates going at it. Oh, and Al Horford and Aaron Baines. So yeah. Um, that's something that'll that'll be interesting. I don't know how fantasy relevant it, uh, it is, but just interesting to to watch a bunch of ex teammates going at it in this game. No doubt. All right, we end the night in the new Chase Center in San Francisco. 
But them people that bought those season tickets, what must they be thinking right now? Like, ooh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna get Warriors tickets. Ooh, in the new building. Ooh, you're just, mm-hmm. you're just going for the garlic fries is what you're going for right now because that, it is really a mess with Golden State. Like you said, throwing in the towel, uh, so many injuries. Uh, just not your, not your father's Warriors at this point. But they hosted the uh, Portland Trailblazers on Monday night to round up the shop. Um, what do you let, let's go with those Warriors and the value you were talking about. Uh, wh- where are you looking if you're rostering any Warriors for uh, for Monday? Um, I don't know who this guy Kai Bowman is, but <laughs> he played 38 <laughs> minutes last game. 38 minutes. Um, and if if they can keep this game any kind of close, he's only 4.4k. If I don't care who you are, if you're playing eight minutes and you're the starting point guard, um. And you're 4.4k, like uh, I'm gonna have some kind of interest in you, okay. you know. So at 4.4k, Kai Bowman, I think he's he's someone to look at. Um, you got Glenn Robinson the third, who's um, come back to life a little bit with in his NBA career, yeah. um, and and he's he's 5.3, which is not like um, just dripping value. But it's something that that he can he can get to because he he has that thirty five point upside, um, so he has that seven seven x in him still. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think I like gr three uh, as well. Um, you know, on the on the Warriors side of the ball, he's he's with all these injuries and this new kind of look team, he's uh, he's not a bad play. Jordan Poole, I can't believe I'm name. You guys are making me name all these Michigan players. It's really just. Uh, annoying to me, but uh, you know Jordan Poole, watch him play up here. You know in, in the mitten, um, you know he's a play at three nine. He's gonna get some run uh, with the squad, and then uh, also Eric Pashal, who you saw at Nova, I think probably um, has got he's got a little bit of game, uh, and he's five eight. So maybe maybe he's been priced up a little bit more than. Um, You'd like to see if you, if you're looking for a play, especially on the smaller slate when we had some other uh, power forward plays. But I mean, you know you don't want to look too far away from him. He's he's a guy you can at least consider um, in your in your lineup builds. Uh, what about the- yeah? Go ahead. I, th- I think no. I think um, there's another way you can look at this game too. Is if if whether or not you think this game is going to blow out, um, because you also got guys on the bench like Alec Burks, who he's notorious for. Um, being able to handle his own on the scoring um, side of the ball. Last game he played 24 minutes in a close game. I think he'll probably get to 28 if the game blows out. And he didn't score a single point um, in in the last game versus Charlotte. But if, if Portland runs away with this and he plays 28 minutes, you can guarantee that he's going to be out there chucking up as many shots as he wants. He's, so he's just 3.9K. He's a nice little pivot off of Paul and Damian Lee. He's got to get his, right? He's <laughs> got to get his. <laughs> yep. He could be losing by 30, but at least he got 20. Exactly. <laughs> All right, what about Portland? What, uh, what about those Blazers? Um, who, uh, Obviously, we got Dame if, if the game stays close. But if Whiteside sits again, you also have um, Scal still priced at 3.9K. Um, which I was a little bit shocked to see because usually FanDuel makes drastic changes on Mondays um, to their pricing. So a little bit shocked to see that price tag on Scal. Um, but outside of Dame and CJ, uh, 
This is not. Uh, I guess the other only other guy I would go with is Hazonia. Um, he's been playing pretty good when he when he's been given the opportunity. But last game specifically, he just jumped up to 36 minutes with um, with Whiteside out. So I think he's the primary guy getting the bump in the in the minutes um, and entering that starting five. Uh, so if if he gets that 36 minutes versus this Golden State um, C team, then <laughs> I think I think he'll be great in that 4.4. Okay. Exactly. This this team isn't even as good as their G League affiliate right now. I mean, this is this is really bad. Ooh. Yeah, this is the high school freshman team it, of San it, Francisco. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, that's our game by game breakdown. Before we go. Um, for a lineup build, I wanted uh, Jeremy to talk a little bit, take take a couple minutes and just talk a little bit about where your process is at this point in the season, kind of what you do leading up to lock. Because I know a lot of the people that have been involved in the lineup logic community have benefited from your your wisdom on on, on what you're doing to lock. But um, give our listeners a little bit of glimpse into uh, what you've been doing process wise and kind of things you've seen as the season has, uh, has started off? Yeah, um, most days, the is, I always tell people in, in the chat, in the Slack chat, there's really two things that I really worry about as far as um, building lineups. Because um, a lot of people misunderstand the fact that you're still playing a game, um, which is the fantasy sports. Uh, a lot of people think that just because they know basketball that they're they'll be able to succeed at NBA DFS you gotta understand that it's it's a game that you're playing um so two things that I just constantly drill into our our guys heads is um you're going to look at projections and you're going to look at um ownership and usually student uh, people will say like oh well what about this factored in or like revenge game or what about this and um what about the high total and all that if it's factored into your projections then you don't have to look at anything else twice you know what i'm saying yep i totally agree so, totally agree. so uh, for example we talked about the houston and memphis game we know that's going to be a high-paced game right so why would i look at that and say okay this is going to be a high-paced game and then if um if Daniel House is not popping in my projections, why would I throw him into the lineup just because he's in a high-paced game? Right, right, right. It's already factored into my projections. So as long as you have a set of projections that you're trusting and you know what goes inside of them, um, if you have my projections, you know I factor pace into it, you know I factor in DVP. So why are you looking at DVP after you've already looked at my projections? You know, so... It doesn't make sense, um, right? It just works smarter. It yeah, works you smarter. Just, you're count- yeah, you're counting you're counting something twice, and and that's what causes groupthink very often, um, and that's where what causes guys to be overowned because everybody's looking at these factors that have already been accounted for. Um, they're counting it twice. If you're looking at the projections that counts the DVP, why are you going back and looking at a DVP table? makes no sense um so i look at the projections and i look at who's who's most likely to to over um hit their value and go over their value usually you want that value plus 10 um which is usually what i have for my uh plus minus on on our projection sheets so after i decide okay who's the best projected players at each position okay now who's the most owned players at each position 
And I go through and I usually just run the projections and I run my optimals and then I go through and I create a little a little formula that takes ownership into account um, to help me pick out my top 150 best lineups um, so that I have a unique build. Um, and if you are doing 150 lineups, I always say just if you're going to play somebody in NBA DFS, you're gonna, just play them. Don't <laughs> yeah. don't be a, don't be afraid to play them. Don't say, oh, I want to play Drummond, but I'm a little bit afraid because he's a little bit expensive. Um, so I might play 15% Drummond when he's going to be 14% owned, and I'll play 30% Harden when he's going to play be 28% owned. No, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play Harden at 28% owned, you you need to be playing Harden at 60% of your lineups, um, because otherwise you're just all your lineups are are doing is just being with the field, and you're not gaining anything from that. You need to be taking full advantage of plays that you think are the correct plays, and you need to be playing them in NBA DFS because one bad player in your roster can cause your entire lineup to just sink. Especially in FanDuel when you don't have the low uh, low drop. So, um, yep. Sorry, you're not being bailed out no more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I wanted people, and I appreciate you doing the uh, Jeremy. I wanted people to just understand the process, understand that it's going to refine, be refined as the season progresses. Just keep keep trusting in projections. Again, uh, Patreon.com/slash/LineupLogic to be part of the community. As Jeremy's been doing this for many years now, providing. Uh, uh, great, great projections that you can build and put into other different platforms, uh, or you can use them just on their own basis. Um, really helpful tools there for all sports, especially NBA. And, and you know, I uh, was talking to him pre-show, like, you got to get, like, like he said, it's not just about knowing the sport. You have to know that you're playing a game within the sport. And it's fine if you know, you know, you know, who was a, the NBA champion in 1986, that's not really going to help you in DFS at this point. I mean, you just need to you need to know the numerical side of the game, build that into your process, have a little bit of feel with it as well. Um, so I wanted to share that a little bit. Okay, with that um, being said, let's try to build a lineup on Fandle. Let's do it. All right. Uh, you want to start? Let's see. I'll go first. I'm going to go. go I'm going to take the easy button. Cause he's my boy, Dre Drummond at center. Get in there, get in the lineup. Drummond at center. All right. I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna do it. Look, can you just let's, <laughs> let's, just let me have that? Let me have my. Moment. I got you. I All got right. you. Ten point six k. All right, you go next. <laughs> I say I, I don't know if I agree with it because I, I really I, I want one of these Houston studs, um, and I kind of want it both, but um, I think we'll have more value as shooting guards so i'm gonna go with um russell westbrook um and so that we can get that shooting guard value okay so shooting guard let me move over there hmm let's see we've got right now 5500 a player um how do you feel about uh my man dylan brooks from memphis can we throw him in there? Dylan Brooks. Let's throw him in. He's 4,400. Um, or do you want to drop let, down? Do you want to drop down and go to Bruce Brown? You're talking about. Yeah, let, yeah let's do Bruce Brown okay. because if um, if Tim Frazier's out and we're getting 40 minutes out of our 3.9K shooting guard, yep. um, I'm taking that all day. All day long. All right, you're, you're up. Um, 
Jeez, I didn't even realize Giannis was 12K today. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, uh, I got to get one of these um, Sixers, and we can't just jam them all in, though. No. Um, like we could on previous slates. Uh, shooting for uh, shooting forward. What is that? <laughs> Small forward. Small forward is usually a, um, a, like a dumping zone. So I'm going to go with Tobias Harris. I think he's still got value at that 7.3K. Okay. So we'll put Tobias in. That gives us 5,500 player left. Let me finish out uh, small four, and I know it's not the most optimal. Well, there's two guys here. There's two guys, or three guys, actually. But I'm stuck right now between Ubre, Robinson, and Prince. Um, what about Hazonia? Man, I can't. I can't. If I feel, if I feel icky. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> roster Hazonia if I can help it. Um, First round pick. I know. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> night before. You know what? We talked about the Golden State. Let's get Glenn Robinson in. Let's put him in. Glenn Robinson. Yep. Yep. Okay. 55-50 a player left. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go with Jeff Teague okay. at 6.2K on at point guard. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. So we got 53-33 a player. Oh, we do. I feel like we don't have enough Memphis, so let's go at the power forward. I want to put in Brandon Clark, fifty six hundred. Yeah, yeah. Um, Triple J is doubtful, so yeah, put, I think that's solid. Yeah, let's put Brandon Clark in there. Here you go, fifty two hundred a player. All right. All right. Um, jeez, this is. Bad power <laughs> forward is so ugly. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Scal. Okay. He played 22 minutes last game. I'm 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 building this as a lineup, assuming that Whiteside is out again. Yep. Again, it's the night before everybody, so don't 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 get mad at us. It's the night before. We're trying to build it with <laughs> information we have. Okay. So one spot left. Shooting guard, 6,500. Oh wait, oh. hold on. I just no, I just saw something on um. On Rotowire, it says uh, Whiteside is expected to play in, oh. in Monday's game. Oh. All right, so okay. all right, let me take let me take out Scal. Okay, he fit nice. Take out Scal. Yeah, I know. It, nice. it just it just felt so right. Yeah. Um, that also would take uh, Hazonia out of consideration for me as well okay. because he's um, 4.4 and not not something that I really want a part of. Okay. Um. Oh, this is. Oh my God! Power forward is dreadful. I'm gonna go to shooting guard. I'm gonna make you do power okay, forward. Okay, alright. Uh, well, how much we got left? Five point two. Yeah, five point two. Yep. All right, I'm I'm gonna try and find the best shooting guard here for you, so you can uh have something to work with over there. Okay. Um, I'll take. I'll take um, Damian Lee. Damian Lee. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you giving me a whole lot to work with. Sixty-five hundred. I got. Yep. I got money for days. But um, what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna take my guy in the. So I'm gonna stay away from the revenge narrative, right? Just pure, you know. And Dario would have been the revenge narrative. I'm gonna go with my guy from Washington, Rory Hachimura. I like the young. I like the young buck, and we got a thousand bucks left, so we gotta do something with that thousand bucks, right? Yeah, let's let's move some things around. 
Um, all right, so I really, I, I really like our point guards, and I like Bruce Brown. Um, uh, you, you, you're loving um, Dre, man, but that 10.6 is killing us right now. Okay, where's the pivot? Where's the pivot? Let's see. Let's see. If, if, if we, if we used, um, if we moved center around. Let's go down to um, to Mr. Jang himself, and that will give us a lot more to work with. Um, yeah, and we can get a second a second shooting guard. Okay. Get a second shooting guard. Um, who who would you like in the mid tier shooting guards? You don't want to go all the way up to get the to pair Russ with Harden. We could, and then we'll be left with another six K at um, at power forward. Oh no! no. Then that would leave us with five hundred. Yeah. yeah, that would leave us with five hundred. Yeah. Um, Let's go all the way. We can do that. Let's go all the way up. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go all the way yeah, up. Yeah, my my usually when I build lineups um for NBA, I usually try and leave five hundred or less. Perfect. Um, salary. So this is five hundred. Right. I think this works. All right. So we got Westbrook. At point guard, Jeff Teague at point guard, Bruce Brown, James Harden, Tobias Harris, Glenn Robinson, Brandon Clark to run it back, um, Rui, Rui, however you say his last name, Hachimura, and Gorgie, <laughs> Hachi, Hachimura, yeah. and Gorgie Jang. Yeah, I like that. And five hundred bucks left, so there's a lineup. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, you can you can keep going with these pivots. Um, but if if I would. If I was going to create a, a core um, this far in, uh, ahead, I would definitely say start your lineup builds with um, one of Westbrook or Harden, um, Jeff Teague and Bruce Brown, and Tobias Harris, and the rest of that you can you can uh, move things around. But those are the guys that I would lock in for my single entry build right now. Solid, solid core. So anything else, Jeremy? Nope, that's uh, it for today. Where can people find you uh, beyond lineup logic? Um, on Twitter, take no days off, um, but you'll pretty much find me in every single lineup logic <laughs> chat, just throwing in random stuff, random tidbits and random telling you guys that the uh, projections are updated for today's slate. Exactly. And he does a wonderful job getting those, uh, updated for people again, $10 a month, patreon.com, uh, slash lineup logic. It's, um, it's the best $10 you're going to spend, uh, and DFS is really, uh, been been a very fun thing to be a part of. Um, so the community is great there. So appreciate Jeremy your work. Thanks for jumping on the pod with me. Um, yeah, I, I keep I keep telling um, Spectre to raise the price, you know, <laughs> but he, he just doesn't want to. So <laughs> no, you know, you gotta, um, he, maybe one day I'll convince. We're him. doing it for the people, man. We're doing it for the people right now. So uh, yeah. with that, for Jeremy, this is your boy Spartanzilla. Uh, be profitable on Monday and enjoy the Monday evening in the National Basketball Association. Take it easy, y'all. Y'all kill it. Once again, from all it is and worse, planet where I stand, same pants, different shirt. Once again, from all it is and worse, planet where I stand, same pants, different shirt. Once again, from all it is and worse, planet where I stand, same pants, different shirt. Once again, for all it isn't worth.